Welcome to Best Bad Movie Ever. A podcast about terrible movies and the people who love them. With your hosts, Tom Ryman and David Christopher Bell. Welcome to another episode of Best Bad Movie Ever. It's a show about terrible films and the people who love them. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I am the other one, David Bell. And who are you, sir? Right as he's taking a drink of water. <laughs> Me. Got him. I'm Jack <laughs> O'Brien, your guest. Welcome, Jack. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for being on. Uh, what film did you bring? I chose Rocky IV. A mm. um, little bit of a contentious pick because I never conceived of Rocky IV as a bad film, partially because I haven't watched it in 20 years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was a little nervous because I had never seen this movie. That's a confession. Um, and I looked it up, and it was like, oh, it's the highest grossing of the Rocky movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, critics did not like it. No. Um, but then after watching it, I was like, oh, yeah, I can talk about this. <laughs> yeah, um, this is a bad movie, yeah. uh, but one that I love very much. It's actually uh, the first movie I ever saw in theaters. My dad took me when I was five years old. Right. It was like your patriotic duty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In the 80s. Yeah, and so it was imprinted on my mind as what movies should be, and uh, that's why I'm a bad person today. So when you see a movie that has less than three sustained montages, you're just <laughs> yeah. like, this is bullshit. Oh, man. Like, I don't understand. Why aren't they abandoning their child on Christmas? <laughs> I, I really, uh, I had forgotten about one of the mo- montages. There's a... There's a montage after uh, Rocky gets in an argument with Adrian. Yes. Because uh, she mm-hmm. says, you can't win, uh, which is what sports wives always say to their uh, significant others. Uh, but then there's a montage where he just drives his car and they show footage from uh, earlier in the Rocky franchise and also earlier in that same film. In the film. same film? <laughs> yeah. They, they, um, also, they also show, like, I know he and Apollo have many scenes together throughout Rocky's one through three. They show, like, the same three scenes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all they show. I'm so He's glad. like, my memory's not great. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm really glad you brought this up because that was the most bizarre montage to me because the music is, like, very kind of upbeat sounding. Yeah. Um, no easy way they, out? Yeah. There's well, no easy way out. It's him saying, like, goodbye, I have to do this, and he leaves. Yeah. And it takes, like, it feels like it takes, like, 30 seconds just to get out of the driveway in this montage. <laughs> and then it's him driving away, and then hard cut, he's back at home, like, packing. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I guess I should have brought stuff. Right. Um, it's just so abrupt and out of place. Um, and yeah, it's kind of wonderful. He turns around and drives back. No easy way out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's all about him being lost in <laughs> yeah. uh, Philadelphia. Uh, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's like not a not a subtle movie. I would say it is no. maybe the least subtle movie uh, that I've ever loved. Um, Definitely one of the least subtle movies I've ever seen. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so. I mean, I have some questions. Cause, sure. Like I said, I, I'd never seen this before. I've only seen the first Rocky like once as a kid. And okay. I need to go back. Last night I watched Creed because I was like, well, shit, I should probably I need to familiarize know the, the next myself. Chapter in, right. Right. Uh, Flisher Rashad story. Are all the. Are all are the all the Rocky Rashad movies like this? <laughs> uh, no, is no. It? So okay. this is it's an interesting thing. So this is how it works. 
Rocky One, Cinema Verite, a film about like inner city, you know, angst and a uh, mentally slow boxer who like just gets a big break. And uh, because he has a lot of heart, he manages to just get the shit beat out of him for 15 rounds. Right. And he then loses. Lose. Right? Oh, yeah. 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 But the thing is, like, he, he makes he takes a, the distance with the champ. And and then the second movie uh, for the first half is is like a sequel to that movie. It's Cinema Verite. Uh, Adrian is his wife now, and she goes into a coma due to um, complications from childbirth. Oh, dear. And so she's in a coma, and he's very sad. And the first movie is like a very, or the second, the first half of the second movie is like a very depressing Billy Joel song. It's just like him <laughs> just being bummed out and like praying because his wife is sick and in a coma. Rocky's wife is sick. <laughs> yeah. And then he, she just wakes up out of nowhere and completely in not in keeping with her character to that point uh, says the only thing she wants for him to do now that she's awake is win. And like up to that point, she's been like kind of worried about him. (laughs) She's like, I just want you to win. And then he starts training and he wins. And from that point through the end of this movie, it is basically a dream sequence of like what Rocky would have wanted his life to be like. He no longer has like, um, Brain damage, it seems like. He's just kind of, you know, he talks funny the way Sylvester Stallone talks. a little bit. Like, he's a little subdued and kind of slow with his words. But you go back to the first movie. Yeah. It's It's like, like oh, this is like, like, what's eating Gilbert Grape? Are you saying it's possible that the rest of these movies take place entirely in his head? No, I think they take place in a movie that was taken over by Sylvester Stallone's Ah. ego. (laughs) As he was like, oh shit, I look amazing right now. Like, I I think he started taking steroids maybe because he just like, uh, it became about like how... You know, it it became an action movie franchise where right. he just avenges. Uh, in the third movie and in the fourth movie, uh, the boxer he is facing uh, murders one of his best friends and then <laughs> expresses uh, that they're, that he's happy that he's murdered his best friend. Like Mr. T in the third one uh, gives Mickey, the trainer, like a heart attack. Yeah, he shouts Burgess Meredith to death. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's and pretty and then he's like, st- talks shit about it, which would be <laughs> yeah, like does. the craziest thing to ever happen in sports. <laughs> if someone murdered somebody like, and then talked shit about it and everyone was just like, uh-huh. Okay, well, well this is shaping up to be a real real <laughs> slobber knock. Yeah. And then in this one, uh Ivan Drago uh murders Apollo in the ring, and lest you think it was accidental, he stares at Apollo's body as he's dying and says if he dies, he dies. Yeah. Um I'm you- gonna just say I think for for elaborate reasons, this might be the funniest movie death I've ever seen. Yeah. Um only because of the lead up to it. Right. right, like like watching this <laughs> movie is... again, it's like he's kind of asking for it. <laughs> I've never, <laughs> I've never seen a man do an elaborate song and dance dressed as Uncle Sam towards a man who is going to beat him to death. <laughs> right, and the man knows he's gonna beat him to death. He's right. just standing there, like, yep, like, just get close. This is gonna to be me. hilarious. Well, yeah, such, the, the whole setup from when he's in the basement and then suddenly gets ambushed with James Brown. <laughs> right, <laughs> and, like, yeah. he's just like, what the hell. 
I had a question about that. Does that happen? Like, I, I don't watch boxing. In big heavyweight bouts. Like, if it's a huge card, so it'll be a huge So they'll bring production. in, like, a giant bull's head, and James Brown will... It's usually not... There's not as much of, like, parade floats okay. involved and, like, as much, like, elaborate. It's usually just there will be an elaborate musical number as the person makes his way into the ring. But okay. usually fewer pyrotechnics and uh, animatronics and fewer uh, rockets, I believe, are involved. Like, that lasted longer than the fight, I'm pretty sure. Oh, by by (laughs) a long margin. (laughs) Huge margin. Yeah. There's... Apollo's death is, like... He kills him with a a small number of punches. And uh, to this point, I mean, they've emphasized how powerful Drago is and how hard he can hit. And then when we see in the training sequences... He's hitting even harder. Yes. And Rocky is like never really in trouble in their in their final fight. Well, Rocky is a superhuman person whose superpower is the ability to get punched. punched right. yeah. He also yeah. had extensive training doing farm work in the set of Dr. Zhivago. Oh, yeah. So yeah. That There's helped a, a lot. It's a weird power parable about technology for some reason because Mm -hmm. like so first of all there's uh randomly a like sexy robot that uh rocky (laughs) buys for his brother Polly, uh who's just a incredibly problematic alcoholic uh throughout the whole where did he get Polly? Polly is adrian's brother okay and yeah, that robot was the first moment of the film where I was like, oh, something's gone wrong here. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I looked this it up. It shocking. Was, I looked it up. It was literally Stallone saw it at some convention. Sharper he, image or yeah, something. Or, yeah, he just saw it. I was like, oh, we'll write that in the movie. It's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> it's just this fucking robot that Polly's. Polly's fucking the robot, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, so he retrains it. So at first he's scared of it. And Polly's an interesting example of Rocky kind of taking a right turn from like cinema verite. Because in the first movie, he's a fall down drunk who is heavily implied like abuses his sister. Jesus. And she's just like this meek person who like can't, who's just like very clearly a traumatized person. And then he becomes like the fun, goofy sidekick after like the movie. <laughs> movies turn fun uh but yeah so then it, it starts out with the robot coming in and singing happy birthday polly and uh polly's very scared of the robot uh justifiably so yeah, yeah right. <laughs> because they have like a weird light show happening and then uh polly retrains it so that it fucks him mm. is is what's implied yeah well Super. he it near the end it's like worrying about him yeah, and I was starting to think it's becoming self-aware. Like the, it's, <laughs> I was watching when I was watching Creed. I was like, please, I need, I need to know what happened to that robot. Right. If only it's just like smashed in the corner because it tried to rise up and they had to put it down. Right. <laughs> I just needed some sort of arc for that robot that wasn't there. Well, he says as he's getting in the car to go to to Russia for God knows what reason. Polly goes to Russia with right. Rocky. Um, he's like, well, when I get back, oh yeah. yeah, he said, I'm gonna when I get back, I'm gonna have her wires tied. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. So that means he's having uh, vaginal sex with the robot. <laughs> the and... one normal robo babies. <laughs> right. Like what? That yeah, that is not good. Oh man, I That's forgot about that line. Oh yeah, a whole other movie right there. Um, we might wanna we might wanna start going through this uh, plot boy well, by plot boy. I'm not sure. There's not too much plot i mean it is that's why i was asking i guess if every because this felt like 
I'm not against sports movies, but it it seems hard to make a sports movie that's very different where it's like you go against the enemy, they defeat you in some way, you train a lot, and then you fight them again and you win or lose. Right. Yeah, I think this is the only time that the the evil boxer doesn't beat Rocky at least once. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's true. He just go, he straight beats Drago the first time he fights him. Yeah. Right. Drago takes it all right. Like I mean all of Russia, he unites Russia. Yeah, this movie the end. ends the Cold War right. in the Rocky universe. Like it impl- like they can't have known the future, but maybe they did because it shows the clear Gorbachev proxy being like he's right, we can right. change. And of course Gorbachev was the one that ushered in the yeah. end of the the Soviet Union, so right. maybe, I don't know, maybe this really did that. I don't know. Like he seems weak. <laughs> <laughs> he'd fall he'd fall for Rocky. This uh, is kind of what makes me think of this as the best bad movie because it there's we're talking about these really cheesy beats in it but by the end of the movie I felt something oh yeah I was emotionally engaged with this film which was had a fucking robot in it it does yeah and has like a lot of little those little montages it has a little a bunch of little bat shit things yeah like they have the birthday party for Polly and, and then, then it's right a cake, after, it's like and right rock. after he has a second cake for Adrian, <laughs> yeah. and he brings it to her in bed, and he's like, "Did you get two cakes, Rock?" And the topper <laughs> is him beating the shit yes. out of his wife, and it's like that's subtly insane, right? Um, but I'm in it. I'm in this movie. Yeah, totally yeah. in it at that point. Yeah, it's very strange. I mean, this is. I, I get the sense that this movie was conceived in like Sylvester Stallone's mind at the height of his fame, and. Uh, cocaine use. Yeah. Just the eighties is cocaine use. Um, this, it's definitely peaks to loan. You can see it's like because he does the same thing with First Blood. Like First Blood, sort of like the first Rocky. It's this very grounded, very serious, dramatic movie. And then as the series progresses, it just turns into a insane action movie. Right. And like if you look at the the credit sequences for the first three Rockies, are all the same. Where it's like the words Rocky going like sideways across yeah. the screen from right to left. In this one. It's Rocky's glove and then the Soviet Union glove punching each other and they explode. Yeah. <laughs> so you know you're in for right. some subtle you're like, symbolism. Oh, buckle up. Um, yeah. Another question is besides Creed, is this the last one of this era? Or is there No, there's they... a Rocky five. Jesus. There's a Rocky five, a Rocky six, uh, <laughs> and then Creed and then Creed Two. Okay. Um but basically what happens is Sylvester Stallone decides to go back to Cinema Verite Rocky. And so in Rocky Five, he loses all his money because Polly has invested it unwisely. And so uh, they go back to the streets. <laughs> Did he let Polly handle his finances? <laughs> I really want this to just be Midnight Cowboy. Right. <laughs> yeah, but, and then he like starts training a boxer who has a shot at the heavyweight uh, title, but then like his, it, it becomes about his son, like being like, oh, you want him to be your son instead of me, Rocky Five, and then Rocky Six, Adrian's dead because she died from cancer to her lady parts. Oh man! And uh, yeah, it's just it's a lot of uh, reproductive health, like in the second one when she goes into a coma from childbirth. It's just like. From, from birthing his superhuman child. <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah, actually, you were talking about the way that the Rambo series progressed. And um, this, both 
the the number two movie the year that this came out was Rambo Two: First Blood Part Two, <laughs> uh, and in that movie, so that that like you were saying, it starts as like this tale of a traumatized Vietnam Vietnam veteran who like is hassled by the small town cop and like goes crazy in the woods of like the Pacific Northwest. Uh, in Rambo 2, it's all about like wish fulfillment where he goes back and single-handedly wins the Vietnam War for America. Yeah. Basically, yeah, he rescues all of the lost POWs. Right. And kills everyone <laughs> in kills Vietnam. The, all like, of them. just all of them. It's him versus the entire Vietnamese army that is left there and he kills them all. It's pretty bitchin'. Right. And and <laughs> in this so that year Sylvester Stallone uh both won like went back and won the Vietnam War and then won the Cold War for America. He just like Man. he had a good sense of like how to make like wish fulfillment propaganda at this point. Good for him. The mm. number one movie this year came out, Back to the Future. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. 85? Yeah, pretty good year. It's <laughs> it's a solid year. Having watched Creed, it's the the juxtaposition is very striking because in Creed, he's not saving the universe. Right. The whole thing is he's just an old man with like cancer. Yes. And he's like barely getting up the the famous steps at the end. Right. Um so like I, I gotta say, after hearing, like, seeing these the the the, the Rocky Four, and hearing this shit, like, good on Stallone, I guess, for right. being like, oh, I'll get some young guy to save. He's honestly pretty good at detecting when to reinvent his character, right? Because he did a new Rambo and the and the sixth Rocky, Rocky Balboa, about the same time in the mid two thousands, and they were both sort of more of a return to the somber roots of each character. Yeah, and they're both. Kind of good movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> this Rambo's is my favorite sweet. Rocky, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, this and when he fights both Hulk Hogan and Mr. T in the same movie uh, was Hulk that's, Hogan that's is part three. That's part Rocky three. three. Wow. Oh yeah. He, he fights Hulk Hogan and then also fights Mr. T twice. Oh my god! It was like they let me as a three-year-old write a movie. I was <laughs> like, oh my god, how is this happening? Is Hulk Hogan like? acting at all uh not really so it's like a charity match and it's like the world's greatest wrestler uh they call him Thunderlips for some reason uh <laughs> yeah they do and uh he like fights rocky but then he like does get a little bit too mad and almost like hurts him it's weird that hulk hogan refuses to play himself um it's the same with no holds barred he plays rip um, <laughs> right. But it's still like Jesse Ventura plays Jesse Ventura. Right. Like Hulk Hogan has some sort of weird concern with his brand. Right. Where if it's in a fictional universe, he's just like, no, not going to do it. Yeah. No, I I have to be acting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do we want to go plot by plot or plot yeah. point by plot point? Yeah. I mean, so the, the one of the first things that happens is that goddamn robot mm -hmm. at yep. that birthday party. Yeah, that's like the Rocky and Apollo are living the good life. Uh, you know, Apollo's throwing tennis balls around in the <laughs> with pool like, with like five dogs. Yeah, that was he another has so many. He has a whole sled team. Another one of those subtly insane moments where I was like, "What is this? Is his afternoon? Huh? He yeah. just like got home from He's like retired. the bank, and he was like, yeah, I'm gonna get in the dog uh, the pool with the dogs.' Yeah." Turn on the TV, even though it's not plugged in. Right. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. there's no wire going to that it's TV. got a portable TV yeah. outside, that, uh, and he sees 
a press conference of Ivan Drago and is immediately infuriated that Ivan Drago says that he's good <laughs> I'd at boxing. never, because he doesn't call Apollo out. Like, I don't understand where, like, all of Apollo's rage comes from. It's he's somewhat just, like, confusing. It just cuts to his face in the pool. He's like, fuck this. He's this having, guy. Yeah. He's having, like, he, a midnight life crisis or something. But, well, I mean, so Apollo is the American dream. He's very in touch with the American dream. And so to have a commie come into his country on his television and act like he's a better boxer than Apollo, who is... You know, the great heavyweight. He's basically a stand-in for Muhammad Ali. The first Rocky movie was incredibly successful, at least partially because it was like a, you know, great white heavyweight champion who, like, beats up Muhammad Ali. And, like, that's a thing that racist white people really wanted to see during Mm -hmm. the 70s. Um, But, yeah, so he's basically Muhammad Ali in the 80s, and he's being shit talked by a russian robot and he's like nah man not having it <laughs> apollo does all this shit like apollo antagonizes him to no end yeah so right. that's why i said like he's kind of asking for it yeah like, yeah yeah killed. yeah he like, <laughs> <laughs> like that press conference they have okay like <laughs> right um, so apollo demands that they fight and it just happens right he's like yeah yeah they, he discusses it over I think champagne breakfast. That uh-huh. that was another one of those moments where I was like, "They're not eating anything. They're just sitting around a bucket of champagne." <laughs> <laughs> Why are they doing that? Uh, they're rich. Dude. Yeah, didn't that's you? how Kids rich people. There. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's there's a lot cut out of this movie. Like I read, the original cut was much longer, and I think it's it's for those scenes where it's like setting up the exhibition match between Apollo and, and Drago, and then. There was like a whole sequence where he had, went, Rocky went and talked to the boxing commission. It's like I got to buy Drago, and they're like, "No, you're not going to do that." Like, okay, I'll go to Russia. And like they cut all that stuff out. <laughs> okay, and just that did, like, was the good of them. Just hmm. did the newspaper month. Yeah, right. Yeah. it's like, yeah, we got it. Yeah, like, yeah. The exactly. newspaper gave us all that information. <laughs> right. It's always so funny. The the cut scenes from movies are always just like, man, why did you think you needed to tell us that? Right. Yeah. Like right. most of the time, it's like, oh, I see exactly why you cut this right. out. <laughs> good, like, good call, guys. Rarely is it like, oh, that's really sweet. You should have kept that in. Yeah, but then there's also the technology is evil. So it's not just evil from the having sex with Polly and scaring Polly point of view. It's also evil in that when Rocky goes to Russia after uh, after Apollo is killed and he cl- demands that he's going to beat him, uh, uh, Rocky like trains in a 17th century russian siberian like right. wilderness yeah. yeah no this is this scene where if you're familiar with dr shivago there's like a whole part of it where they're in this exact setting having like a love nest there and that's all it reminded me of and he's just impressing the locals with his jogging yes. the whole time well yeah so he's doing some pretty sweet uh, inverted sit-ups with yeah. Polly's health yeah. in that yeah. barn no and it's <laughs> just all you know man torso porn basically yeah. like rocky looking good glistening uh the it's so rustic that he they don't even have heating in this like siberian thing they just have a giant fire like blazing in the <laughs> middle of the thing um and he's like chopping down trees uh it's pretty incredible he also is being trailed by the kgb because yeah. it's russia so you're not right. free and he outruns them uh, while they're in a car, right. and, like they crash because they can't keep up with his superhuman speed. They're too dazzled by his might. And then to reflect the uh, 
Yeah. The first movie, he climbs a goddamn mountain. Yes. And he, does his victory. He runs pose. up a mountain that I'm not sure how he's going to get down from. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it would be uh, something if he just fell off that mountain and that's the right. film. Well, that's what this is one of my favorite moments in movie history to imagine what happens after the scene ends. Like they just, <laughs> just cut away to the boxing match, but he runs to the top of the mountain, puts his arms up and goes, Drago! Drago! And then after that, he put his arms down and looked around and then like walked down the mountain. slowly down the Yeah, like awkwardly slid. Well, really did it. It's kind of... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, that's why I was wondering if there were more films, because I was like, what the hell is he going to climb next? Right. Because it's... Does is every is every movie him slowly climbing taller and taller things? He's just gonna run straight up a the side of a building. Yeah, right. It's well, he's also struggling with uh, CTE in the fifth movie, so he's also climbing uh, the human brain Ooh. or brain damage. Uh, I guess mm. so. That's there's something. It's uh, it's funny because the uh, imagery of, of of Stallone being the one that's in the the rustic kind of. Uh, you know, bare bones wilderness and the Russians in the like the the lab with all this technology. Right, that's like the opposite, right? Because like America is the technological superpower, and Russia's were like everything's busted and broke. Right, right, like, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. this was supposed to be the like right, yeah, just like American down home American like, yeah. passion and ingenuity, like the versus... underdog. Yeah, during then, the Cold War, yeah, we thought of ourselves as the underdog because that's what right made things made it bearable to us so yeah we like russia was this futuristic cyborg like evil place and we were the we were the farm farm pokes right it is a funny swap because it is literally like chopping wood in the snow not like those damn Russians with their right. high-tech training exercises. And they're injecting it with steroids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's like Wolverines. It's like that, or uh, Red Dawn. Yeah. Yes. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like rustic and, you know, the American spirit and the Russians have technology. They make such a big deal in the second fight about the crowd being against him. Yeah, yeah, and it's in the first fight when it's Apollo versus Drago. The crowd is exactly as mean to Drago. <laughs> right, they all boo him. They're all like "fuck you, Russia," and it's like all this jingoism, all the American flag. He's literally dancing yeah. down to the ring in his Uncle Sam outfit while James Brown sings "Living in America." Right, and but like in this in the second fight when it's it's Rocky and Russia and they're singing the Russian national anthem, like they're like, "Oh, it's uh, the crowd is so vicious." I don't know how he's gonna like. They make a point of saying it like three times. Right? Oh man, really hostile territory. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that really confused me because I thought that was the point. It was like, look how it's the same when he comes to Russia. It's exactly the same, and they don't treat it like that at all. Right, and then they're assuming that the audience is Americans in the midst of the Cold War. (laughs) Right, Right. just like. Look at these evil fucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, something telling about sports films while we're talking about the ending, and I don't know if this is a good or bad thing, but the it's weird when the climax of your movie has to be montaged because right. it takes forever. I'd, yeah. And I think that's every sports film, right? Is that sports, you can't do a, you know, a sports climax of a game without like being like, yeah, yada, yada, yada. And then we get to the last part. Right. Boxing is sometimes an exception to that rule. Like I think like in like Cinderella man or something, they will show you the entire fight. Right. The, like the last fight. Like yeah. in Creed, do, do they montage it? They do one fight in a one 
which was right. really cool. Yeah. Um, the final fight, yes, they montage it, but they kind of hide the montage. They do it in a way that's less right. Um, uh, more modern. <laughs> right. They um, don't just have like freeze frames on the spit yeah. flying out of his mouth, going back and forth. <laughs> um, yeah. the 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 montages in this movie are amazing. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. I feel like this might be the most eighties movie. It's yeah, very, very it's up there. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, it has to be. Just the number of montages. Like I was listening to the soundtrack on the way up here just to get in the, just to get just in the get zone. Yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. Yeah. Well, yeah, the car driving montage was one where I was just like, are, are you still? Are we going to do the whole song? Yeah, you right. the entire does. four minute song. Yeah, yeah, that was insane. That again. If this wasn't a famous movie, if this was like some unknown movie that didn't have a superstar in it. That would just be one of those things that we'd always assume, like, oh, okay, that's insane. That's a terrible movie thing. Right. But this is a, a really beloved movie that got away with that. And yeah. I'm not sure how that happened. I think he just was like, the more montages, the better. Yeah. Let's fucking cram this thing to the gills with montages. <laughs> it's short, too. Isn't it like the shortest Rocky movie? Probably. For, for the number yeah. of montages it has. Yeah, it's, it's an hour like and a half. It's 90 minutes, yeah. 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 I just don't know what we're... What was the audience doing in the theater during that montage? Fucking being psyched. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they were doing. I think, I think we were all licking our wounds from Apollo's passing. That's true. And it shows Rocky uh, remembering that Apollo used to be alive. Which you know, right? So, so that's, that's how he went through. How feel, he got through it. I feel like that should have been then when he was training in Russia. Like I think we needed if that was like because that's the final push, right? And it was him, yeah, remembering his friend like a minute after his funeral, and that yeah. felt so weird and abrupt. Yes, yeah, yeah. That whole the whole death because it's also after he beats him to death and we're not quite sure and they're like he's like laying there and they're like is he gonna be all right and it's just hard cut to funeral, hard cut to funeral. Yeah, no hospital nothing right. yeah no straight up dies <laughs> he's just dead yeah and carl weathers makes an interesting choice where he uh as apollo he falls face down uh in the ring um the the referee, by the way, does not count him out. He's just like, oh, that guy's dead. That guy's, like, dead. That guy's definitely uh, doesn't bother counting him out. The second he hits the mat, the entire like uh, press, like ringside press, just rushes the um, ring. And then Apollo does this like weird like croak body thing. It's like a weird like death hiccup. Yeah, and that always stuck with me. And as a kid. I assumed you did that every time you like anytime someone died they did like a weird like croak like a full body right. twitch yeah like a full body twitch or something the refs in this movie are shitty yeah they're, they're the not very worst good refs, refs. <laughs> like there's so many times in the in both fights where it's like you should be calling this right like Apollo falls into the ropes many times and that I think you're supposed to like yeah stop, break them up break them up when somebody can't stop themselves from falling into the ropes is it true that it is up to rocky to like stop the fight yeah as his corner uh rocky has the towel and you can throw the towel into uh the ring and that is the end of the fight okay. you, he would have ended it yeah. uh but apollo before going in for the second uh round inexplicably says you're not stopping this fight. Never stop the fight. Like, promise me you won't stop right. this fight. And right before he gets dealt the death blow, he right. looks at Rocky. He's like, don't stop. And then it just crushes. Right. Yeah. Just punches his soul out of his body. Yeah. Um, That's a hell of a theme. 
scene. It's, it's pretty, yeah. Yeah. I I assume that song, There's No Easy Way Out, uh, I realized I'm just now coming to terms with the fact that that wasn't an enormous hit song. <laughs> like, because I, I assumed just because this movie had such a huge place in my life, I assumed that was the equivalent of, like, Eye of the Tiger <laughs> at the time. I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's huge, right? It turns so, out, no. This movie was your world for a little while. Yeah, it, it was like. a big deal to me. What about this Survivor song? They're, I do they Does Survivor do a song for every Rocky movie to, explaining the plot? I don't know. There's that they Survivor. They definitely do one in this one. Yeah, I, uh, Burning Heart, that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just describing the plot. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, uh, it's pretty great. The, the song uh, Glory of Love from Karate Kid 2. Karate Kid 2, yeah. Was... Uh, Originally uh, submitted to be in this film, but Rocky, Rocky Stallone picked uh, "Hearts on Fire." Hearts on. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's he a picked, good one. He picked that one over uh-huh. "Glory of Love." Oh, that's amazing. Which probably makes it, I think "Hearts on Fire" makes more sense for Rocky. Like, yeah, "Glory of Love" was a weird one. It was like it was, a, it's a weird fit for Rocky. Is that Peter Cetera? Yeah, it's Peter. Cetera. Yeah. All right. It was like. It was also a weird fit for Karate Kid too, because it's like I yeah. mean there is a relationship yeah. there, but it's not like it's a, it's not like a rom com or like a a movie about the relationship. I really like that the, it feels like there's these '80s bands like creating these ballads. Like, yeah, we'll submit them to some sports films. Uh, sure. Um, if one rejects it, we'll do the next one. Just try the fine. other one. Yeah. Have you? I I want to show you guys the uh, video for. Um, the the song, no easy way out. Robert Tepper's no easy way out. Mm. How is the, how is the video not just the montage? <laughs> it's not. It doesn't have any Rocky Four in it. I'm assuming because they couldn't license the footage. But it is. Uh, it's been viewed 15 million times, and it is the most. It is the most 80s thing I've ever seen. Um, do, Are you starting it up? Yeah. Do you guys mind watching? No. 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 no, no at all. I'd be very excited to watch this. His uh, performance. All right, it's your standard '80s music video factory. Yeah. You guys at home should follow along. Oh man, mm. <laughs> he's wearing a trench coat and a, a, a white yeah. shirt tucked into his jeans. He's, he's just so... repeatedly psyched. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's doing a lot of poses. He's it, this is he looks like Tommy Wiseau. He, he does, does look yeah. like Tommy Wiseau. Oh, they're not jeans. They're slacks. It's even better. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he is doing this voice in earnest, by the right. way. Right. Yeah. This is not. Uh, this is not Trey Parker doing a voice. Oh man. Oh, he's a he's a weird looking guy. Yeah, yeah. Imagine Tommy Wiseau in like the the factory from the first Ninja Turtles. Yes. Where Shredder trains. Imagine them. Tommy Wiseau if he had even more face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A, How do I a, fit more face on this? A very large face to skull ratio on this guy. <laughs> All right, that's it's more of that. Yeah, no, nothing Does changes. It, it for doesn't me. switch up at no, all. But this wow. guy's performance is just unbelievable. I a mean, lot of punch in the air, and so he knew they were like, "Do we need anything else?" And he's like, "Just keep the cameras pointed at me." <laughs> oh, he took the coat off. He's got a vest. Oh shit! What is that move? Is that a vest or a tie? It's no, that's like, a vest. He's, he, He's like a magician. Right. He's yeah. like a really <laughs> shitty 80s music magician. Yeah. Uh, but like his version of earnestness and dancing is like just 
looking like he's crying and then like trying to fight the camera. It, it's very it's amazing. <laughs> what an era. Yeah. He looks like uh, 1980s Judge Reinhold if he worked at the Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> now he does, yeah. yeah he does look <laughs> like Drop a waiter. The trench coat. <laughs> yeah, the, losing the trench coat was a mistake, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. That's uh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's. I mean, it's all part of the Rocky Four experience. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely, that song is in the movie. And that montage is in the movie because Sylvester Stallone was once driving to that song and was like, man, this is pretty fucking cool. <laughs> it's pretty good. You know what would be cool? Is if the movie had me driving to this song. Oh, man, that's exactly what it was. So, yeah. uh, so part of the song, Sly? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was so inappropriate. That montage right. couldn't, just did not belong there. Right. That was weirder than the robot, I think. Yeah. I think I could have accepted the robot. It's the classic montage, though. That's yeah. a classic montage? It's the one that gets spoofed, pretty much. That yeah. and the, the other one when he's, uh, it's the him training. Yeah. Well, it's classic because it's jarring, right? Because yeah. it doesn't belong there. Because it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> so during the fight, uh, he, yeah, he just, it's, it's almost uh, gets old watching him get his ass kicked for like yeah, it's just like five time. minutes of yeah. him getting punched over and over, <laughs> and Ivan Drago being invincible, and then he like gets one punch in and it like cuts Drago's face, and then everyone's like, "Oh no, we gotta cheer for Rocky now!" And everybody <laughs> just switches sides uh, because Russia, you know, they yeah. they don't have a backbone. Meanwhile, Fairweather Johnson's I, I over there. I can't stress this enough. Meanwhile, they cut to his kid at like his friend's house watching on Christmas on Christmas Day, Day. Right. <laughs> because like it was a dick move for Rocky to be like Christmas Day, but then Adrian goes there, so she must have been like, "Honey, you stay here. I got to go to Russia," and and so they just they just left the kid with his friend. Yeah. Um, and yeah, bye. I think I I always assumed that he was still at their house and was just being watched by the robot. Because oh, isn't the robot there with right, a... dressed as Santa. Dressed as Santa? Jesus. So yeah, they, they're just like, <laughs> robot, watch this kid. Hey, robot, you got this. <laughs> what was with the, when they're, he's like washing the car and the robot won't start stop spinning? Like, uh, it's listening to music, I think. Okay. It's oh, it's dancing. Yeah. It's doing a robot dance. Man, I need to know more about this robot. Yeah. It's uh, it's very Johnny Five esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That genre of eighties. But if robot. Johnny Five was being uh, regularly fucked by an old man, <laughs> right? Just the 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 slimiest old rummy, right? Yeah, <laughs> you can imagine uh, this hobo that lives in Rocky's mansion. <laughs> so weird. Mm-hmm. So oh, go ahead. Oh no, you go. Oh, I was just gonna. I mean, I think we've it, it, it figured it out, but like, just to straight ask, what what is it about this film that endears it to you? So, uh, it's just it reminds me of an era uh, when when I was a child. It reminds me of like this is what made me fall in love with going to the movies, and it's my favorite thing in the world to do. I remember even the fact that uh, Poltergeist Two was the preview when I went and saw this. Mm. Oh wow. Um, uh yeah and then i just i don't know it's so over the top and 
like everything that I now realize about it that is like terrible is still like a lot of fun and like almost admirable in how well executed its terribleness is. Um, so I think that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, modern movies that are bad tend to be bad in mediocre ways. So or boring. In, yeah, in boring ways. So it's always nice when a movie just goes for it. Right. Um, and it doesn't necessarily always work, but it's really entertaining. Right. Like, I was never bored during this movie. No. I was with it. Yeah. Um, I recognized <laughs> it as a bad movie in terms of, like, just random crazy things in it, but I didn't care. Right. Yeah, I actually... Why, even with all the insane stuff that we've talked about, I still come down on, it's not, I don't think it's a bad movie. I think it's just cheesy. Right. Like, right. Cheesy okay. in that very 80s way. It's very much a product of its time. It was yeah. a smart movie to release at that time, I guess. Yeah. I can't explain the robot. That's just Stallone being like, robot. <laughs> I saw a robot. I read, robot a, I read an article about it, there being even a deeper thing about that, but I don't want to quote it yet because I don't remember the article i just remember there was a whole story behind that robot and huh. yeah it had to, it definitely had to do with stallone's finding the robot and mm-hmm. really wanting to put it in um it, it's so inappropriate <laughs> <laughs> right i read that stallone uh on some talk show was asked to rate all of the rocky movies on a scale of one to ten and he rated this one a 7.5 nice really yeah what what did the other ones get? I don't know. I should have found huh, that information yeah. before I came here. <laughs> like the, I'm glad that he feels good about this movie. Yeah. He should. Oh, yeah, it's the I mean, yeah, of course. It made all the money in the in the in the universe when yeah. it came out. Yeah, and it's classic in its badness. Yeah. It's, it's, it gave us Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. It certainly it sure did that. Did. Like thousands of people tried out for that role. It's a pretty good performance. Like of as a one note performance, it's good. I read that it was actually his idea. Like, he came to Stallone and was like, hey, like, uh, Clubber Lang and Apollo Creed were these really over-the-top animated characters. What if I'm just stoic? Like, what if I just don't say anything? I feel right. like that and was... so Stallone altered the script so that Drago only says, like, four things. I'm Before imagining... that, he was like, Yakov Smirnoff. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I'm imagining Dolph, like, going over his lines and just being so bad. And then being like... <laughs> What if I don't say anything? Right. <laughs> uh, what a movie. Yeah. And his wife in the movie, Dolph's wife in the movie, is Rocky's real-life wife at the time, Bridget Nielsen. Really? Yeah. Very briefly, but yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, very briefly. <laughs> very briefly. Also, Flavor Flavors. Flavor of Love, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Bridget Nielsen. That is strange. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, do we have any final thoughts on Rocky Three? I had one. Uh, four, sorry. I'm f- sorry, four. Yes. <laughs> one one really brief final thought is when Clever he's Lane. talking through that translator at the end. That translator is not saying, translating what he's saying. <laughs> he's skipping I'm a lot just, of it. Yeah, he, he, there's one point where he speaks for like a minute and the translator then speaks for like 10 seconds. Right, yeah. And it's like that translator needs to be fired. Yep. Um, that's really my final thought on this movie. <laughs> I mean, you didn't get much pushback from us. Sometimes we, we, sometimes we will disagree but this uh man this really does feel like a best bad movie because it's a great movie that i can also recognize as bad right yeah this is up there with like batman forever yeah in terms of (laughs) an amazing film that i recognize as terrible right yeah Yeah. 
Uh, great. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, yeah. thanks for being on. Uh, you got plug plug stuff? Yeah, we're yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen to uh, listen to my podcast, The Daily Zeitgeist. Uh, listen to. Or you can follow me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien, uh, or you can listen to Robert Evans's podcast on mm-hmm. my network, uh, Behind the Bastards. Uh, they're both a lot of fun. They Check are. it out. I've been listening to both. They're they're very entertaining. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. All right. And, All right. Uh, yeah, I guess for us, of course, as always, check us out on Patreon, Gameplay Unemployed. Sure. And yeah, that's right. it. Thanks, everybody. Right. Say bye, everyone. Bye. 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 bye.